Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. Today, our guest is Captain Jason Koslow. He's been fishing the Great Lakes since he was a youngster. He's now one of the most well-respected charter captains and tournament anglers on Lake Michigan. His team, KC1, is one of the winningest teams on Lake Michigan. Jason, thanks for joining the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Wanted to talk to you a little bit about fishing tournaments today. For people who are new to tournaments or maybe don't know much about fishing tournaments on the Great Lakes, can you go over some of the common formats that you see there? A lot of the common formats are uh, catch uh, 10 fish um, per day. And the whole idea is to get your limit. Some of them may be 12 fish, um, usually with a mix of kings and, and trout in general. And they're normally based on uh, 10 points per fish and one point per pound. So given the fact that it's 10 points per fish, it's, it's super important that uh, you try to get your limit each day, you know, so uh, you, you get your maximum points. And of course, being uh, or getting larger fish it is rather important too, but not quite as important as getting your limit each day uh, of fishing. So getting those numbers is key. What about some of the multi-day tournaments and some of the formats there? Well, the multi-day tournaments, uh, usually they're a Saturday and a Sunday, um, anywhere from six to eight hours a day. And uh, those, those formats are, are very similar to what I was just talking about. Uh, limits are 10 to 12 fish um, per day. And, uh, you know, guys guys will run a long ways just to find those, that limit of fish. It, it's getting, in, you know, tougher and tougher. Uh, I've been doing this for 20 years uh, this year. I'm hoping to get a tournament in yet this year, but uh, we'll see about that. So I've been doing tournaments for 20 years, um, and when I first started, it was it was a little bit easier to get your limits because we had more fish in the lake, um, and you didn't have to run quite as far. So it was it was a matter of getting, uh, you know, on average, larger fish than your competitors. Nowadays, it's it's tough. It's tough to get your your limit catch of you know say 10 or 12 fish uh, two days in a row. Uh, some guys will get them one and, you know, maybe not the next day because fish move, they're moving faster uh, than they have before. And, and we just don't have, we don't have the amount of fish that we did, you know, 15 years ago or 2012, 2013 is a prime example. Uh, we had massive amounts of fish in the lake. Uh, they were much smaller because the LY base wasn't there, but uh, you, you could likely get your limit. But again, you needed on average bigger fish than your competitors. Jason, what are the kind of the key differences between fishing tournaments compared to maybe somebody just going to go out and go fishing for the day? What are some of the key differences and how you kind of get things set up and just how you operate as a whole on the water? Uh, when I roll into a port, we'll say uh, I'm based out of Michigan City, but I'll, I'll shoot down to or I'm Michigan City. I'm based out of Muskegon, excuse me, but I'll shoot down to Michigan City. And, you know, talk with some of the local guys, and, uh, see what they're catching, get a feel. Uh, for what the locals are catching as far as size, numbers, species. And I like to spend a couple of days, uh, minimum two to three days in that port, just practicing, looking at different areas, trying to figure out uh, uh, where the all the fish are at and uh, hopefully figure out how to get that larger fish on average than my competitor. 
So that's that's a lot of the preparation part of it. But on the day that you're actually going out, how how does that look different as far as how you're going to fish compared to if you were just going to go out and just go fishing for to have a good time? To have a good time. Well, of course, we're going to take it much more serious. We're gonna we're gonna try to get to bed early, get out, uh, get up bright and early, and, and focused on, on what we need to do to to capitalize on all the fish that. Uh, uh, we get on our lines and make sure we have uh, good knots, sharp hooks, and uh, get to our spot as fast as we possibly can um, and, and catch as many fish as we possibly can, or at least hook up. I mean, of course, your hookup ratio, you know, can be as low as 50%. So uh, you want to have all of your lines and, you know, all your ducks in a row, so to speak, to make sure that uh, when you do get that hooked up, you can get that fish in the net and into your cooler. Is there, is there any kind of difference in maybe your strategy and how you would fish on a charter trip compared to if you're going to go out at a tournament? Well, the great thing about charters, we, we typically will have five, six guys on the boat. So here in Michigan, that's uh, three lines per person. So we're, we're going to load up a big spread. When we go through the water, we have, we have a spread that's, that's pretty darn wide, you know, which includes boards and, and divers, maybe two divers aside, and three or four downriggers. So, uh, the advantage of, of chartering is we have a lot more lines in the water. So when we're tournament fishing, we're typically limited to just nine lines, um, which makes it, you know, makes it much tougher compared to maybe 18 or 20 lines when we're, when we're charter fishing. So we'll, we'll catch those straight fish on, you know, those extra lines when we're chartering. So typically our numbers are much higher while we're out chartering, but, uh, chartering is a great aspect to prospect your grounds as well, you know, for, or tournament fishing, you can figure out, you can nail down the nine rods that you really are going to want to use that are going to capitalize on the most fish for you. So you talk about rods and not having as many rods in the water during the tournament. What are the other kind of big challenges for when you're out in the water fishing in a tournament? What are some of the things that stress you out and make the day more difficult? Well, rough water. You know, it, it didn't bother me 20 years ago. Uh, I could fish in any kind of water. It didn't affect me. Uh, now you you put me in four or five foot white water, which you know sometimes you're stuck in in a tournament. There's not you don't have any choice, as uh, many anglers know. Lake Michigan, four and five foot white waters. That's rough on the body. So uh, yeah, when I wake up and I see one of our our buoys that I often look at that tell me wave height, water temperatures, and I see it at three foot white water, that stresses me out. I know I'm going to pay for a week. Yeah. What about that the time clock? How do you how do you kind of manage the time as you're out fishing? Well, we're we're known for running a long way, so uh, it it's a huge risk to do that in, in a lot of situations. Just like you said, time clock. You're always on a time clock when you're tournament fishing. The longer you run, the longer time you're spending racing over probably some fish, good fish. Um, so I, I always try to fish closer to port so we have more time in the water. I mean, if lines aren't in the water, you're not catching fish. If you're burning gas, you're not catching fish. You know, so if you're just a half hour or so from the port, you can get a lot more time uh, with lines in the water and, and, and working over the water closer to port. You're one of the most successful tournament captains out on the water. What do you think separates someone who consistently does well at tournaments to someone who typically doesn't do well in tournaments? It always goes back to consistency. Um, 
I, I see some of the amateur guys, you know, as they're coming up through the ranks, they'll take and hear that, uh, you know, maybe a pro guy is running a specific spoon or something. And then they change up their whole spread to try to copy somebody else. That never works. Stick to your game. Stick to your own game. Don't worry about all the dock chatter. If you're catching fish and you're, 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 you're doing well, don't just put some earplugs in and get off the dock. That's, uh, I, I did it as well when I was a younger fisherman, and I learned very quickly that uh, you cannot fish somebody else's spread, and you cannot fish somebody else's water. Find your own fish, use your own lures, and stick to your guns. Is there something about tournament fishing that you wanted to bring up that I haven't asked you about yet? Uh, no. I mean, it, if, if a person really likes the competitiveness of, of anything and they enjoy fishing, I, I certainly uh, suggest trying, trying out a tournament. Uh, you know, even if it's a local steelheaders tournament, steelheaders do a great job putting on smaller events. I love fishing those and, and supporting our steelheaders up and down the coast. And that's a great place to start. They're not, they're not as serious as the pro-ams, um, and guys will typically uh, um, help you out. And, you know, if, if I'm on a tournament with you guys uh, and you're, you're an AM and you're coming up through and you want to learn something, always stop and ask me. Uh, I, I, love, I love to teach people or, and pass on what I've learned over the years of fishing on Lake Michigan, and um, I want to I see you guys be successful. Jason, your wife is your fishing partner. Um, what is it like to have a significant other that's really passionate about the thing that you're passionate? I'm so thankful for that. Uh, she she enjoys the fishing just as much as I do and dislikes the things like big water like I do. So it, it makes it really easy in a relationship. Uh, she she usually does all the driving. And, uh, um, me and a few other guys that work the back deck. And uh, she gets, it's fun to see her get the excitement out. 25 pound king that you know is going to do really well for you hit the back deck and uh she started doing it with me many years ago as well and um, we never we haven't looked back what do you think the best part of going fishing with her what is the best part of that for you oh the great thing is she has the same passion as i do she gets just as excited as as i do when that 25 pound king hits the back deck and you know that that really big fish is going to help you out in the tournament and uh when we also when we she shares that passion when we put a plan together and at the end of the day it works out there's there's nothing better than that feeling and it you know it's it's great to have something like that in common with my wife and you know it's something that at the end you know end of the day or end of the week or something we still can talk about that it's it's good dinner table conversation and if she wasn't involved she wouldn't she wouldn't understand so i'm thankful to have a wife that in, enjoys the big water and yeah, I'm uh, catching salmon and trout. All right, that's the best part. How about the worst part? <laughs> what's, what's the part that maybe you go, well, I, I, I wish she didn't like fishing. I would say for, for her, it's me uh, maybe uh, grabbing a uh, lamprey off a fish and chasing her around the, the back deck and down into the cabin. So for me, I don't have any bad, but I'm sure, uh, I'm sure she would tell you things like that. Kind of, um, I'll make her angry. <laughs> us boys find it rather entertaining though what's your best advice for people who uh, want to get their significant other involved get them out on the water with them maybe they haven't done that yet and they want to get them involved what's your best advice for doing that i would say for anybody first and foremost never take them out when it's rough never 
you got to get them acclimated and get sea legs, as they, like they call it. I've seen um, other people take their, their kids out in you know, rougher water, and um, that, that ruins them pretty quick, you know. So I, I think for everybody, it's the most important is take them out in calm water. You don't always have to catch a bunch of fish. You don't always have to spend six or eight hours. You go out for a couple hours in the morning, get a couple of fish while it's calm, and uh, sooner or later, that uh, salmon fishing bug catches everybody. You've been out in the water for a long, long time. What, what's your most memorable moment uh, fishing out on Lake Michigan? Um, probably when we won the 333 Salmon Showdown. Uh, that was a goal that we came so close for so many years. I mean, just tenths of a point out of it. And we finally made, made it to the final four. And um, Manistee that time of year is always very difficult fishing, very challenging. And we were, we were fortunate to find a, a vein of salmon. And uh, uh, right at the end of day one, a storm blew in. And uh, my, <clears throat> excuse me, my mate and I were on the back deck as the storm came in. And it went from calm seas to five-foot whitewater in minutes. And uh, just as uh, we had to pull lines, we hit our last camp. And I, I don't think uh, I've ever been so excited to, to see a king hit the back deck, along with everybody else. My wife was screaming. Everybody on the team was screaming. We knew that we did what we needed to do. If people want to know more about you, uh, maybe go out on the, on the water with you, how do they find you? Uh, you can find me at kc1sportfishing.com. I'm also on Facebook, uh, Instagram I like better. Uh, so look me up either through through my website. You can do Facebook, but I prefer Instagram. Awesome. Jason Coslow, KC1 Sport Fishing. Really appreciate you coming on and talking a little uh, tournament angling and talking about uh, fishing with your spouse. It's great stuff. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.